Searching for Claire Huxtable is a podcast that is about dating black women from a black man's perspective with Maceo and Way. Listen in for topics like marriage, dating with kids, sex toys, and of course, side chicks. Subscribe, like, and share on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher to the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast and don't miss listening. You're listening to the Josh Adams podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. What's up, man? If you hear that, that's Train, his Instagram going off. Uh, Kari's on the phone, the producer of the show. Obviously, he's got something more important going on, so he don't give a fuck about this show. But uh, the Detroit is Different Studios, the Josh Adams podcast. I'm here. Train still got his shit going. We ain't introduced the nigga off? yet, man. Go ahead. Get off the Krispy Kreme app. Nigga, you can't order nothing right now. Are we actually recording? Yeah, we on, man. Oh. We never did this before. So, yeah, I don't know what Kari on the phone. You must finna lose everything. Like, this nigga must be going bankrupt. Because that nigga like, I'm going to get it y'all started. I'm going to go on downstairs. We ain't got no drinks, no nothing. We ain't got no up. drinks or nothing, dog. Man, I we, got to help you. We got air conditioning. Yeah, All right, we going to get it. Body on, yeah, my nigga Train, we, we ain't need. What's that, this? muscle milk? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nigga, that's, that's cinnamon toast crunch. No, milk. man. <laughs> healthy drink. Got what, what, coconut water. We straight. They ain't giving us no money. They ain't finna get that love like that. But uh, Josh Shadows Podcast, Kid uh, Clever Kid here. Kid Clever in the goddamn building, and yeah, we already done bust one nut. Uh, train in the building. What's up, Train? Tell train you. Freeman, what's good? Tell them niggas what you do. They, they might not know you. Who is it? I'm a creative. I'm an artist. Yeah. yeah. MC. Yup. Uh, as they call me, culture historian. Damn, that's heavy. Uh, culture historian. Grand Hill yeah. nephew. Yeah, you know. <laughs> is that a real thing? No. Oh, know. what is what's that thing behind that? Hey, you know, I was kid number three and cop and a half. You know, it's, it's, you got to get the VHS version only though. So yeah, Grand Hill nephew, that fucked me up. Like <laughs> Grand Hill was your uncle. Nigga. I, did, I just got more questions after that. Nigga, like, did you meet Tamia? Like, right? He, you got that crossover, nigga. I remember when Grand Hill was the first nigga I seen that made me want to wear a taper. Really? Yeah, he had the taper like the sideburns. I was like him and Charles Woodson. I was like, nigga, I gotta get that. Shaq, bitch. I gotta get that. Shaq I, had them boys too, though. Yeah, little, I don't the, remember the Shaq. Shaq with hair. Like, I don't I remember do. that. Oh man, do. no, Shaq, Shaq had the Shaq had the Shaq full sideburns. Shaq was that nigga, yeah, man. Yeah, Shaq with the little a, part. A lot of transitions. Uh, did you want to introduce the other guests? Oh, uh, this next young lady's very, very talented. One of the, um the person I talk to on the day to day. She's a violinist, pianist, musician. Uh, producer, give it up for Christina Elise. Hello, so, hello. Christina. Hey. And she listens to the show. Yeah, I do. Every friend week. of the show. Subscribed. Like show. Every yeah, she's the only one. I appreciate that. Train no ain't never heard. Hey, <laughs> no, yeah, Train hey. don't fuck with us for real. Nah, he yes, don't, I man. Do. Culture story. He don't even fuck with his people that hard. Yes, I do. <laughs> What's going on in the world, man? What y'all week been like? Uh, pretty chill. Just been working and mm-hmm. trying to stay alive in these streets. You she know? said that downstairs. Is niggas out here trying to kill you? Like, no, she keeps but, saying that. You know, this. we live in Trump's America, so we yeah. gotta. They was killing niggas yeah. before that too, though. Yeah, but it's it's out in the open now. It's like ah, you know. My life really ain't that bad. Like niggas ain't really trying to fuck me up. You know what I'm saying? Like you still right. got to keep your head on the swivel. You though. gotta you, do that. You do. Like yeah. mine is just more for like if I'm fucking around, like you know what I'm saying, on my girl. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta keep my head on the swivel for shit like that. <laughs> Somebody trying to tear my relationship down. Like you know what I'm saying? The bitch come out of nowhere and I had to get the dates right. Like nah, bitch, we wasn't kicking it that then. <laughs> I was still single at the time. Like right. that's how I keep my head on the swivel. Ain't a I mean, niggas ain't trying to, niggas don't want it with me. You right. feel me? <laughs> Today been pretty interesting for me, though, man. Uh, I linked up with, with Kari earlier. He got a program that's pretty dope where he that. where he teach um, kids film. And he had me come in. And, I, you know, we're doing the Roses Challenge. So we, we about to start popping that off. And I wanted to get with him. And I wanted to film it. 
he was like, oh, man, so, yeah, we can have you teach the class. You know, you link up with the kids and, and have them do it. What so you I'm teach like, them? Like you put your do-rag on right before you go to sleep? Yeah, man, <laughs> you got to do that. You got to get the sporting waves. You got to get all that together. No, but do I... Fold, um, do you fold the cape? Do you put the rubber band around Oh, I tuck bro? mine in, oh, bro. Tuck? Okay, you I tuck, tuck it. Yeah. Or okay. He got a drawstring in his do-rag. I don't know where he got his do-rag from. I got the stretchy boy. You ain't even really got to untie it. You just throw it on your head and put the two knots around, man. Do that really work as good as the one? Because you got to, like... Beauty is pain, so you nah, kind of got to... The, stre- the stretchy baby is it, man. Oh, it worked? Yeah, the all-white train, stretchy boy. Train put his, uh, he put his stamp on it, so get you a stretchy do-rag. Yeah, <laughs> man, but shout-out to the program Kari doing, man. He's teaching them kids a lot of different things, and, like, yeah, I showed them how to do it, showed them the process of how to film them, and they all did videos for me. They all recorded Roses Challenge videos, and it's going to be dope. It's going to be dope. For the people that don't know what the Roses Challenge is, can you please tell them? Yeah, she he said that like what? we just know what that is. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to know what it is already, but mm. but for the people that don't, just explain what that is. So basically, what the Roses Challenge is, um, I had the idea of we we lose people, we lose people like they um people die and they and they leave us, and we always are quick to say, oh man, I love this person. This person meant the world to me. This person, you know, helped me through hard points in my life but we don't never tell that person you know that while they're here so yeah. the roses challenge we give people their their flowers while they're here that's real because i that's feel like really niggas real. never really gave chingy love he deserved while he was that nigga because chingy gave us <laughs> a couple hits away, chingy oh, one call away right pulling me back <laughs> uh what'd you say uh what'd you say uh pulling me back pulling oh Holy pulling me yeah. me back me back me back <laughs> hey chingy we still love you bro I see Chang you making him. You was my baby. Man, that nigga <laughs> had some shit, bro. Give you, niggas the roses while they still here, bro. You see Jason Weaver fat now? The um, oh, dude that was on. What was he on? Pulling, he wasn't on Pulling Me Back. What was he, he on? One Call Away. One, one Call, call away. away. And one fuck one niggas one. up. And he was the voice of Simba. I was going to say. And that, that nigga played you know, Michael, Michael Jackson as a little kid. That nigga really is iconic. And niggas, like, let's get him the, let's get him all the credit and love. He need all like. his roses, bro. Yeah, If man. I see that nigga, I'm going to hug that nigga chest <laughs> to chest. He was Brandy's little brother on Thea. You goddamn right. Niggas like Thea. Niggas don't know about Thea. When Ray J on Thea? Nah, just Brandy. Uh, Ray J was on one of them shows. Ray J was on Sinbad's show. He was on Sinbad's show. He was on Moesha. Moesha too. Sinbad Sinbad had a show in like 93. It was maybe like one season. And niggas don't even know Sinbad. So underrated. Hey, who y'all think was the most lit kid like in, in Hollywood? Why your after? voice crack like that? I don't know. Sound like you went through puberty again. You yeah. yeah. kid. I'm like, who was the most lit kid growing up? I mean, not growing up, but in Hollywood. That Define you lit, cause yeah. I, and I don't know what you mean, like kid. I mean, that was what? like that was an actor that was in movies, or that was just popping. I'm like, gonna say Macaulay Culkin. Next Macaulay to Macaulay Culkin, Culkin like it see if it, it depends on who you talk to, hmm. because I go but I went to a school with people from different races. So after Macaulay Culkin. I'm gonna throw a name at y'all. That nigga Jonathan Taylor. Oh Thomas my god, had yes, the game yep. Oh JTT. Oh JTT. JTT. Dog. He had. He had the game on lock. What all did he have? He had the Lion home King. Improve, home, home improvement. Home improvement. Yeah. Lion King. Um, Man of the house. Man of the house. But home improvement, like bro, like okay. So you remember Black Kids had right on and fresh. Right. I can't remember the name of the other magazine if you wasn't really in the black demographic, but. He was on the cover of all of them all the time. Yeah, yeah. You going, you going Arbor Drugs and Arbor Drugs. <laughs> or Perry Drugstore. JTT. He was, he was on. I can't even think. He of was the a name little smart alecky kid. Look, yeah. yeah, yeah, nigga. I would say uh, all three. All three white of the kids boys. on Home Improvement. Yeah, uh, all three of the white boys off of uh, Three Ninjas. Them little niggas was crazy. <laughs> My man, um, Tom Tom. 
What was the little one named Tom Tom? I don't yeah. remember their names. Them niggas Rocky fucking Colton, niggas up. Rocky Colton Tom Tom. This nigga really on it. I don't even remember their names. Train they was know everything, dog. I call him Wicker Train. Like if it, Wicker it's a memory, a memory that happened. This nigga hey, remembers it. Wicker Train. Right. It'd be like that. Yeah, man. I don't know. I've had to think of a real lit kid. Uh, I think, dog. I mean, I guess. Uh, what's my man name that was on That So Raven? He was a fucking lit kid. Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, Orlando Brown. Oh, he was on the Jamie Foxx show. Jamie Foxx show. Major. Uh, he Payne. was three J on Family Matters. Yo, it's a few. It's a few. He was that nigga, dog. But they don't survive, bro. Like you either fall off or you go ahead and you become it's like a, a, it's a been joke. A few who have transitioned with. It's a small group. Like Jason Weaver, I got to put in that group because. He but still he, has steady work through the years. But right. did he ever? I mean, what, okay, cool. Just because you ATL. didn't blow up, doesn't mean you failed. Okay, ATL. that's why I got to stop. A drum line. Yeah, he still right. was out there and maintained a career. Yeah. So yeah, he 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 would be up there. But a lot of the motherfuckers just like they just crash, bro. Like that 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 shit is different, bro. Trying to be a kid in the industry, seeing all that. Mm-hmm. That'll fuck you up, dog. If you got a sad card and you eight. <laughs> that's why my daughter all this personality she got is like mm, i don't care when i get on i ain't gonna let her do shit till she 25 said 25 because that fuck you up look at uh old girl oh, uh, drew, drew, drew barrymore drew barrymore um she was more than coke yeah. like she was 11 wow. yeah after yeah. et yeah after et her and et yeah. was high as fuck <laughs> walking through hollywood this bitch was running with it and running around with et et falling <laughs> that was trained. That wasn't even no. That was no computer animation. We ain't added that. That nigga did the ET voice. Our producer ain't even in the room right now. Man, that nigga finna lose his house, bro. It's more important than <laughs> we gonna come over here, nigga. It's gonna nigga be rolled the dice too many times on Monopoly. Like, like oh, Josh, we gotta wrap this up real quick. Like, yeah, I'm losing the house. <laughs> Yo, why is Rubik's cubes on the table, dog? Because nigga, we here. We also Yo, that ass, I just watched the Pursuit of Happiness for the first time first since time? I saw it in the theaters. Oh. So like it like really like it gave me that emotion. I'm in a whole different place in life since the first time I saw it. You, you a father life, now, bro. Yeah, it was just wild. So you, you know, appreciate life. Remember that scene where uh, Will Smith was in the car and put together the Rubik's cube? Yeah, and, yeah. It was and had wild. to pay for the goddamn taxi. But yeah, I'm legit. Yeah, he did. He finessed his way out of that taxi though. <laughs> I wonder can I still get a bone density scanner right now? If I could, I'll buy that bitch. <laughs> you stupid. And send the money to my. Thought it was the time machine. That nigga Chris Gardner. No, but Kyler Pratt, I used to be a Kyler Pratt was cold. That was Bay. Back one on one, all of the yeah. Kyler she done Pratt had was, two kids now, right? Yeah. Damn, they mm-hmm. be giving that pussy up once they get she grown. Had two kids. <laughs> Is it two or three? I, just, I think she got she two. Got, she has multiple. Okay. Like yeah. uh what's old girl name? Uh just dropped her album. Tiana Taylor. Yeah. yeah. She she let what's my man name? First Amon she lost the Jenny. No, she, oh, no, she oh, lost the Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings. Yeah. And then after yeah. that, it was like, oh, it's a free fall. But that's what you're supposed to do. When I lost my identity, it was like, oh, I'm on these hoes. Cause my head was like, nigga, I'm not gonna lose my virginity, just anybody. And I did it to somebody I was I was like pet. And oh, after that it was so like, Ooh, who wants this dick now? Nah. Like after that it was like I did the right thing. Now it's time to do all the wrong shit with this motherfucker. The girl I lost my virginity to, she on the pole right now. Oh, what's she running crazy. for? Nah, nigga. Oh, I she, thought you meant in August seventh. They was she was voting. She was running nah, for city council. Nah, she out here uh driving it like it's hot. She was out here rolling with with uh <laughs> with Sharon McPhail. That ain't that ain't her path. I mean, that don't. I mean, what that mean? Why you bring that up? Why did I bring that up? Yeah, because you said you lost it to somebody special. I mean, I but guess she not special because she stripped. No, nah, I just say it wasn't. It wasn't Michelle Obama, nigga. That's what all I'm saying. But niggas act like Michelle wasn't a rat bitch in the beginning. Like you know what I'm saying? No disrespect. We don't know <laughs> Michelle. Trying to say Michelle was throwing ass at the she Ivy League. She could have even. She could have easily been out here wild with her vagina, like clitoris all in everybody's face. But we assume because now what she is, she grew to be that. Oh girl, you oh, like. Oh man. 
I ain't like that about you, Ted. That was a real misogynistic com- uh, comment Shut you up, made, Josh. bro. Shut up, man. You, I don't feel I feel weird about that, bro. That he was like, yeah, man. I mean, mine wasn't special because she turned out to be a stripper. I didn't say she wasn't special. I just said it wasn't Bur- Michelle Obama, nigga. That's all I said. Man. Did y'all see them pictures of Felicia Rashad? Nah, we ain't doing. <laughs> no, no, we don't. Yeah, we changed the subject. You fucked up. No, I did not. Felicia Rashad still the the captain of the Cougar Club, dog. Like I be looking at Felicia Rashad like, yo. Nah, she ain't getting hit. Nah, she on she she damn near ancestor out here. No. <laughs> nah, she had right, so, so okay, you, you so what's the old, Okay, so in terms of crushes, like what's the oldest like year ago? Like in terms of I ain't mean, I ain't talking about like what you actually hit, but in terms of like woman crush Wednesday, like were you like, yo, I might actually Not Felicia Rashad. Okay, so Lynn Woodfield? No, I heard she done crossed over an ancestor too. Okay, uh um, who else answered? Oh, okay, so Pam Lisa, Greer ancestor now. Yeah, Lisa Ray. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett still she resides in Cougar Town. Okay, so Angela Bassett, Halle Berry, a little bit younger than her. Halle Berry, she, 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 never she, really she, did it for me, but she probably could get it. Uh, okay. Jada Pickett fucked up t- ten years ago when she put them chipmunk cheeks on her face. <laughs> yeah, she. I thought I was the only person that noticed. Everyone, oh, she's so yeah, natural. No, I don't see a, a big difference in her face. Go look at this. I don't know bro, what you're looking at. I don't know, yeah, and you and you so it's, into it's, detail. It's like, bro, how you don't notice? Look at Peaches. Then look at her when she was her in. Her face with the Her face is like these, bro. Yeah, bro. She got some joints. Super rise. Yeah. Do, do you notice how Vivica Fox look? Yeah. You can see Vivica, but you can't see Jada. Come on, man. Jada the Will don't even fuck with Jada like that no more. You see, he be doing <laughs> his own thing now. That nigga be on Instagram by himself. He said by himself. He be like, bitch, you sit at the red table with them cheeks and talk that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do these Instagram videos. Do you and, think Will bored? He just out here just doing shit because he got rich, got money, yeah. and bored. I, I think he reached that point in his life where it's like, it's nothing that he can't do. He's been at the top of everything he's tried. Now he's just like, now nah, I'm just going to inspire think, people. I don't think he's bored. I think he inspired again. I think what he's doing now is organic. Like, the thing I like about Will Smith is that, okay, he may not admit certain stuff is a flop or that he might have messed up or would have done certain stuff different, but he doesn't hide it either. Like, After Earth was a flop. Yeah. Bright. Bright was horrible to me. But he got the bag, you know, from Netflix. I haven't watched it. Um, and in terms of, like, hip-hop and stuff like that, it's like I think the debates that we have have welcomed him back where it's like, you know, people try to say such and such ain't hip-hop. It's just like, okay, as of right now, Big Willie still, Big Willie Style still one of the greatest albums ever. All right, y'all. Summertime. <laughs> Big no, Willie Style? No, I'm, okay, I'm going to say it's one of the highest-selling albums. That don't mean shit. He was Will Smith. I fuck with Willennium, though. That shit was hard. All right, anyway. Let's stop here. So, so, but, but in terms of that. It just you, ain't my shit. That's, that's what I got to understand, man. Saying, if but, it ain't for me, it ain't for me. So I can't be mad. And numbers don't mean shit to me. Because Vanilla Ice sold a bunch of shit, and niggas don't fuck with him. I, I love Ice Ice. But here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing what I realized. He wouldn't be no without that. When, when your favorite artists sell numbers, we put the numbers in people's faces. When yeah. somebody we don't like, then it's the numbers don't count. Mm-hmm. You know, when when Jigga was doing numbers, it was, oh, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Yeah. You know, but, you know, like, even with Will Smith, he won the first Grammy. The first rap Grammy. And, and they feel away and, about that. And, and, no, they, and this is how the culture has shifted. They actually had an anti-Grammy party. Like, they boycotted the Grammys that year because they took it a disrespect. Public enemy, everybody was at that boy. Mm. Like, everybody was behind him and was for the cause. Like, it was, as of recently... People was like, "Oh, he's not hip hop and stuff like that." But it's like, no, Will Smith is very much hip hop. Like, I get it. I mean, yeah, he, that's hype. That's what it. That that was the key that opened up to all these other doors. The right. fact that he was rapping or whatever. So, I mean, shout out to that nigga. But I don't know. In my discussion, he ain't my favorite of all time. No, I mean, not I, of I, all I wouldn't time put him like no artist. all time. But it's like, okay, because my boy was trying to act like 
you know, the world stopped and when Big Willie style dropping. I'm like, okay, from in my neck of the woods in 97, real niggas was listening to Ghetto D in 97 and yeah. was still mourning uh, Pac and Big yeah. and was listening to No Way Out, stuff like that. It's like, about what's prevalent to you at the time. Yeah, like, right. don't get me wrong. Get, getting jiggy with it was a monster. That shit but, was good. I ain't gonna lie. You know, <laughs> it, but, but, if you add, but you ask the average person who was they banging, make them say, uh, or how you do that there more than getting jiggy with it, especially if it's a a teenage or a preteen black American man, yeah. <laughs> like you're probably gonna you get just, hit. But then that's the thing I hate about how niggas be, you know what I'm saying? And, and I hate it. That's if with men. I don't know if it's like that with women, because then you can chime in. But with men, it's almost like it's certain shit you just can't say you like. And I've been got out of that shit. Like I was like, man, I like what the fuck I like, and I don't care what niggas feel about me. Yeah, like, bro. Same. I mean, yeah. are women like that? Like, you can't like that, or? Well, I think everybody's different. Like, it just depends on the type of person you are. If you're just gonna mm. speak your mind, or if you want to follow the trends of everybody else. Some people, yeah, yeah. You know. Niggas ain't gonna make me feel crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm not just gonna say I like Jay Z because he's he, like, okay, let's put it like this. This is what I always say. It's like saying with Jay Z, is Jay Z good? Is he great? Yeah, but do I fuck with him like that? No. I'm not. I, I'm never gonna deny that the nigga ain't great. That like I can't. Even though if I don't fuck with LeBron, I can't deny that nigga can hoop, bro. Right. Yeah. That nigga can hoop, bro. Like I can't deny that, and that's how I feel about Jay Z. But nigga, it's a thousand rappers I like better than that nigga. Jay Z, yeah. I might play some here once in a while, but in reality, bro, Two Chains, Pimp C, he a down south rapping Big like me. Nas, Eminem, and you putting them like currently or you in your all time? I'm putting them in my life forever. Yeah, they're, they're my favorite. But it and Lauryn Hill, my bad. I take somebody out and put Lauryn Hill in because her album, from top to bottom, that's the only album I can listen to straight no stop. That's the only album I've ever heard in life that was that good. Mm. That's crazy how much how high we ranked Lauryn Hill. She only had that one album, though. It was amazing, but we put her at GOAT to level off degree, one, shoot, one album. But sometimes I feel like Miss Education got slightly overrated. Like, I really I don't like Miss Miseducation. Like, cool. I know this might be blasphemy for some people, but mm, I love it, it took yeah, you, a while for that album to grow on me. I remember when it came out, all of that stuff like that. But it's just like, just I think with certain people, yet. no, I, I think with certain people, <laughs> I think we're just in love with the the mysteriousness of it. Like certain people, like the fake Andre Three Thousand hive is starting to annoy me. Like it's too many the niggas fake? that like Andre Three Thousand, but you can't tell me an Andre Three Thousand vote verse. Before the year two thousand one, or 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 before he started doing like Walk It Out and Rich Boy and stuff like that, you can't yeah. tell me nothing. Outcast pre speaker box love below. But can you but, be mad oh my, at niggas like that? I mean, if you get up on a nigga that's dope later, do it matter if you ain't up on the classic shit? As long as you up, I mean, if you fuck with him, you fuck with him. But it's just this like you just say stuff just to say stuff. Like oh my god, like Andre three thousand. Like, did he not prove he was dope in that motherfucking Walk It Out remix and all that shit? Did yes. he not? He still did his thing. You're right. But just because niggas ain't up on, uh, what is it, a Quimini? Right. Because I ain't. I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, like, that's the stuff. Like, that's what made him great. But then also on the other side, I have this rule. And everybody might be different. Like, you can have your personal favorite. But when we talking, like, top five, all this stuff like that, my basic requirement is you have to have at least one solo album. Drake, like, you never gave us a solo album. And that's like. About the double disc. That was an Outkast album. But it was still his own. And he was he was singing with the exception of one song. What's wrong with him singing? There's nothing wrong with it, but it's just talking about like in terms of like top, ranking top you, MCs. I, you you got to think. But if he can rap, it's like this. It's almost like when you get to the point where you're so good at something that you're like, I want to do something else. Like but that, I felt like he was like, man, I'm on some other shit. If now. we're talking greatest lyricists of all time, that's a whole different category. I put him in there. We're talking greatest artists. Where you talking? 
you gotta you gotta put sales in there you gotta put impact you gotta put discography okay so let's take him and jay-z jay-z put out 10 11 albums by himself then he got best of both worlds he got watch the throne that kind of stuff andre for the larger best portion of, of <laughs> his discography you know creatively was putting into the pot with somebody else had to do one verse here my you know like it was it was a whole nother person involved Train. So, you're not gonna see him tell me that's what you thousand don't get down. I never said that. But you're trying to make these rules up <laughs> no, to make it like no, he ain't like he no. ain't up there with Jay Z. It's okay, put it this way. Like some Rich, niggas like, just artists. Like Jay Z was a hustling nigga who was like, Oh, I can make money rapping no, and I got stories to tell. This nigga, this nigga, Andre three thousand, I think I'm an artist, I'm gonna perform when I wanna perform. You I'm can, gonna wear shirts, you can, pants, you no that. shirts. You can do that, but that but I'm not knocking that. But I'm talking about if, like if, if Andre three thousand came here right now, you faint. <laughs> Nobody is knocking that, but you if we're talking faint. about single, if this nigga passed out, you would take single, your beard off and offer it to that nigga <laughs> as a sacrifice to the that, gods. That's my dog. Aquemini is one of the so, greatest albums ever made. You're not gonna sit here and be like just because he was in a group with somebody, which hip hop was made on groups. From what I heard, it was like nigga, they was like we want the groups to come back. So you can't sit but here and be like this nigga. Say Ice Cube is uh, when you talking solo artists and MCs you if say Ice Cube would have never left NWA he still would have been up there in the conversation just because of what he got down on regardless of his input Easy E had solo albums he Dr. still was Drake. a rapper he was a part of it yes but that to me I them niggas went on them bitch like here rock come and here we go and then they go yep 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 yep, yep. no nah, them niggas was rapping their own shit so individually <laughs> they were their own people you and gotta have yep, at yep. least you know how niggas rapping you gotta have at least one solo project stop they wasn't them niggas at least one solo project nah man you don't. And other you than rap, that, you other than, okay. Like for instance, I I feel like Black Thought can be put ahead of Andre Three Thousand for the simple fact it's two reasons. We now have solo Black Thought material, and also Black Thought was in a band where he was the only MC, and everybody else for the most part created the backdrop. Come like, on, now. look how no, he's bending and twisting. The no, road. that's it's 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 my my point is consistent. No so, not. do y'all think that Andre need to drop an album? Andre he's not going to. He said it. Like, Andre need to do. I shit. think there's a lot of younger people now listening to the like to Andre 3000 for instance um but they aren't familiar with the older stuff so that stuff goes to be forgotten goes to be just swept under the rug so i don't know to drop I th- an album? yeah he he just needs to take all that nigga, take all that nigga features that he's done over I the past whatever and put that he out he really <laughs> hasn't even done that many but the crazy part is but about it bananas when he the do reason it. why he's not going to do it he pretty much said it is that he knows how to work. I, at this point, he can't. He cannot deliver because we give we, a fuck. we will. He dropped two songs on Mother's Day, and and it was like one was like an instrument song, and the other one was just like singing. Like I don't was, think the king give a fuck. I think he like man. I didn't gave y'all everything I gave y'all. I don't need to give y'all nothing else. Why? If I feel like I'm a rap, I'm gonna come rap for y'all. If I'm not, I'm gonna sit back in the cut and chill. He can, he can rap. You know, he can do whatever he want. But in terms of an album, like. You think it, the expectation the is expectation too high? The expectation is too high. It, you can't. He can't do it. Is is if Andre three thousand eight dropping a solo album tomorrow? There's somebody that's gonna be like, I mean, I was just really disappointed. I wanted this and I wanted that. There's always that. gonna be opinions though. Yeah. But opinions now. This is the thing about social media is that you have people who have thirty thousand, fifty thousand followers who know nothing. But their opinion rings out to these people. They're yeah. not as well versed. Whereas in pre social media, you know, editors and writers got a copy of the album a couple weeks beforehand, got a chance to sit with it, 
play it over and over. Mm-hmm. They weren't distracted by their timeline or 40,000 other songs on their phone right. that they could go to at one time and was actually able to say, yo, after sitting with this, this is this, compared to this, it was this, that type of stuff. Like, it's just everybody has an opinion now. So do y'all feel like, like, we take it to comedy. Like, you got Andre 3000. You know, they, they're diff- on different levels or different. They're both great in their own right. But you got Andre 3000 not putting out an album. You think that's the same thing as, like, Eddie Murphy not wanting to go back to stand-up? Yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's a good... That's Eddie a don't have to do it if, unless you want to do it. Right. That's a great transition. He might have right. hit a plateau, and he's like, I want to kind of stay and then once you get in, that, in that good light. Yeah. I put something else out, and then everyone else is, you know, kind of taking ridicule. And once you stop, it's kind of like, especially with stand-up, I don't know about hip-hop, you like kicking about that rap shit, but once you stop doing comedy stand-up, it's shit hard. Like, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. give a fuck who you is. Like, if you stop, and he done, unless he been doing it low-key, which that's impossible because niggas got camera phones for the past 15 years. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless he invite niggas to his crib and he taking cameras, but it ain't easy to just go out there and be like, I'm Eddie Murphy, I'm finna go out there and, nah. But in terms of comedy and hip-hop, I was thinking about this today. I was on my way into work. And I was looking at, I don't know if y'all saw it, uh, Kevin Hart and Mike Epps. Yeah. And Mike Epps is kind of going back at Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart took the high road. And it kind of reminded me of, like, Mike Epps really sounds like that MC that always is talking about real hip-hop this, real hip-hop that. And he can bar anybody to death. But his skill set lives and dies with his bars. That's really what he got. Whereas in Kevin Hart got bars... But he's a little bit more well-versed. And the MC that just got bars is mad because this person has numbers and thinks that this person don't rap anymore. And he's mad that the game kind of left him because his one skill set is a little bit better. So translation, I do think Mike Epps in a stand-up you know, atmosphere is a lot more funnier than Kevin Hart. But Kevin Hart his marketing has is, marketed. Yeah. He understands who his new audience is. He's a business. And he's a business now. And that's and the I difference, think, though. That's the difference. And all Mike Epps was saying was that it's just a lot of niggas funnier than Kevin Hart, which that's yeah. a fact. I heard Chris Chris Rock say, it's mad niggas funnier than me. But Chris Rock just a better comedian. He he said it for a fact. Matter of fact, it was funny. He said, Mike Epps is way funnier than me. Period. He's like, I'm just a better comedian. I, and that's what it is with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is... He's mastered who he is and what what people want to hear from him, and mm-hmm. he's giving them that one. Because mm-hmm. if y'all if y'all if y'all go back to when Kevin Hart first really popped, he had a bunch of different levels, but mm-hmm. it was this one note that it was this one vibe or like you know what I'm saying, this one frequency he hit, and he just stuck with that, and that became the whole Kevin Hart that we see to this mm-hmm. day. I, and that's I, what I think Mike Evans is talking about. I didn't think seriously funny was as funny as a lot of people. To me, the first Kevin Hart comedy uh joint that i like really was dying laughing at was laughing my pain part of me mm-hmm. part of that was because i could relate to a lot of the stuff he was talking about mm-hmm. but it was just like i feel like he was able to cater to his cult following as well as for lack of a better words the white people right mm-hmm. you know whereas in with mike epps the best way i could put it with him is that mm-hmm. he's so good at it i'm not saying he doesn't rehearse his craft but a lot of times with his shows I feel like he's in a box, sort of. He's kind of in a box, but also with certain stuff, it's just like he he know he can kind of go off the hip because Mike could. Epps just walk around getting a bag. Like if you watch some of his shit, he be doing the same jokes, and and this ain't even on not because comedians do the same mm-hmm. jokes, but the jokes he do they they like they not even like he changing them or punching them up. He just doing them and doing doing Mike Epps. He done been around. He just walk around picking up bags everywhere he go. I mm-hmm. don't think Mike Epps sat down and wrote in a long time. 
I think he's just going showed. up. He's showing up like, yeah, whatever. It's me. It's Mike Epps. Y'all love me. And I'm going to And we going to laugh. And I'm going to do about 30, 40 minutes of fucking around. And he been everywhere. So, you know, Chicago, Milwaukee. He know where he at. He mm-hmm. got something about the places, about the people that's there. And then he throw in some jokes here and there. And then he might throw something he said before. And then people going to be like, hey, 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 hey. Think about an athlete who has God-given talent but never goes in the weight room. Like, they know they got it, but they don't really. Yeah, that's what it is. Mike Epps could easily be. I ain't going to say he can be as Kevin Hart because that's all circumstance and opportunities, too, at the same time. Mm-hmm. But he could easily be off better than he is. And he ain't fucked up because a nigga going to eat forever. Right. As long mm-hmm. as he's still his fan base. He can come to Detroit, pick up a bag, whatever you want, man. Kari back, y'all. So did we lose the house? <laughs> I got the dad polo on in the in the, in the Bluetooth with the little small the small little stem coming got, out the side. You got the what you say not check. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And he got the series one of Bluetooth in his ear. Is that scary? Look like it came with a Kango and some sandals. You say, not <laughs> Is this scary though, Josh? Coming from you as comedy, I mean as a comedian, like you going up, steady going up in front of new people. You know, you got you know you got your cult following. You got your people that fuck with you. Mm-hmm. But you still have to be funny to these new people. Like with Mike Epps, he done got to a point where like everybody that's coming to his shows knows exactly who he is, mm-hmm. and they just gonna laugh anyway. Is this scary to get to that point to you? To get to the point where it's, I'm performing in front of a, a like a base, like people who fuck with me, or is that no matter what you say, you go up there and say how y'all doing, and they gonna laugh? Well, no, no, oh no, that could be scary, but I never allow myself to be to fall into that. Like I'm gonna always go perform wherever, right. so I'm gonna always make sure my shit gonna be. It's gonna be at its funniest. I'm never gonna just get to the point where it's like, all right, they fuck with me. I can go up and damn near anything I say, they are gonna fall out laughing. Right. It's like, no. Nah, when I come, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go work my shit out. Train just text his wife like, I'm here at the station, <laughs> recording a podcast. I know it's a regular address, it's a residential street that I'm on, but I'm not cheating on you. I'm being faithful. Look at my snap. Look at my Insta snap. Iron my stretchy do rag for me because I'll be home oh, soon. Baby. But no, man, no, 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 no. It don't bother me because I know I'm gonna put the work in. So I, I mean, I can't wait for that. I have a base, so motherfuckers, I look out and I know who I'm gonna fill up some. I'm gonna fill up a stadium. Or arena or theater or wherever the fuck I'm at, and I'm gonna just go nuts. So I ain't worried about that. But I I seen Mike Epps' response, which was also I kind of felt what he was saying too, that Kevin Hart kind of feel like niggas be fucking with him. He just got you know I don't know if you I didn't read it all. I don't feel like reading this long as fuck. But man, them, them two rich niggas, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out here fucked yeah. up. I'm out here depressed. One thing I can say about you, though, Josh, is that you're very versatile Mm -hmm. when it comes to performing. Like, you can kind of read a room very well. You can kind of fly off the cuff. If something flies at you, you got something ready. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that's one thing I can say that I admire Mm -hmm. about you as a comedian. I be trying, man. I mean, that's just some natural shit. That's just just, some kicking it, like... Being but funny it's, it's natural shit. because I feel like you you work on it. If it was really mm-hmm. natural, then you wouldn't have grown. Like mm-hmm. you've grown exponentially yeah. since you know I first like met you. Yeah, you train know, you exponentially. That I ain't know I was gonna hear that. That's one of Kari's words. He's not even here to hear. Right. Yeah, exponentially. Man, like you know, but I, that, it's that thing that you said though. It's like being a nigga with natural talent, but it's like knowing I had that talent, but I gotta go hit the gym too. Yeah, you know it's like yeah. LeBron. It's like nigga. Okay, if LeBron didn't work as hard, he would still probably be one of the top players to ever play. But now working at what he's doing, he fuck around and be the best to ever do it because yeah. he put that work in. So, yeah, man, that shit, that shit is definitely uh something you got. You got to work, bro. You got a skill. Yeah, find that man, bitch. So. But like I said, them rich niggas, and bro, I've been depressed. <laughs> it's fuck, bro. That I'm, wasn't funny, but it, I mean, yeah, but that's yeah. real. That's yeah. real though, because I've, I've been, been there too. So like, it, like you be discouraged because you you feel like you're not where you want to be. Man, yeah. it's a combination of all that train, and um, I have literally been like, 
not feeling like going to do comedy. I stopped making videos on Instagram and shit like that. Nigga, I'm eating. I just don't be feeling like getting out the bed, bro. Like, I legit was like, I was like, nigga, am I depressed? I'm like, Siri, am I depressed? Yeah, I <laughs> no, like, no, no, that's, 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 that's real nigga shit, though. Like, where you feel like you, you have to to ask Google, yeah. you know, what are certain signs. Because I've, I've, had, I've had to do that before where it's like I wasn't feeling as inspired. You know to record. You feel like you. You feel like maybe are you weak? But it's like yeah. no. Like you and ain't it's, you and it's like, like you anymore. feel like you. It's not hating at all. No. But it's like certain people where you feel like you know that naturally you see the field different or better than them, and you're not hating because they're thriving. You're more so just looking like. Is this something wrong with what I was putting into, you know, to my stuff? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I have to step back and say, you know, what's for me is for me. and But, you know, when, you, when you're in a situation where, you know, you feel like you're not thriving or you're not creatively in tune, it can definitely be extremely discouraging. Man. Oh, bro. It's one of them things where it's like, even if you do look at a nigga, you have to shake that off where you be like, nigga, why, why, not even comparing yourself because you have to get off that because social media hard about it too. Yeah. You'll look up nigga and be fucked up and out of nowhere, I think these phones <laughs> really fucking know, bro. Like how they be like, you be like, nigga, uh, damn, man, I don't like mayonnaise, but the next thing you know, you got mayo and shit. Yeah. You be sitting there like, man, I'm depressed. The next thing you know, it be like, oh, yeah, damn, depressed this, ad, it be like, yeah, damn this nigga finna get a special or just yeah. pop up on your shit. Oh, wow. So it be like, it, it's weird, bro, because I'm, I'm having this conversation because I don't, you know, niggas don't be talking about this shit a lot. Yeah. Right. Niggas be fucked up, bro. Yeah. And it's just like, you got to understand, it's just a phase, not even a phase, it's just a moment. And it might last for however long it is, as long as you know, though, be, as long as you, as you conscious of the fact that, okay, I'm in a fucked up place right now, but I can get out of it. And it can happen to anybody, nigga. I believe it's like, nigga, like, I used to think, I was like, I'm too strong for that. I meditate, I pray. It's like, but nigga, when it, when it's when on it you, it's on you, end. bro. Like, yeah. it's the food you eat that might fuck you up and bring you down. Lack of exercise or whatever, but nigga, I've been depressed. Yeah, I've been talking to Train about that too. I'm like, man, and Christina, I've been saying like, man, I really want to talk to somebody because it's just yeah. like it's cool to kick it with y'all and y'all be like, shit, I'm going through it yeah. too. Yeah. But I feel like it's, I, I believe in therapy and I believe that it's really needed, like to just have somebody that don't yeah. know anything about you that study unbiased, that's unbiased and, yeah. and yeah. really. I study. go, I go see a therapist at least once a month and talk to somebody like I've the biggest thing for me as a creative is the what kind of kept me in that kind of depression state was mm -hmm. being afraid the fear of mm -hmm. eyes on me or yeah. what people think or those opinions and things like that now granted I'm talented and there's things that I can do that a lot of other people can't do yeah. but the fear caused that depression and having somebody to talk to having resources having you know, somebody you can go to and actually speak to these fears to, and then they can kind of give you reason and exercises to get through it. It does help. Yeah. It definitely does. And your diet, like you said, like yeah. I went seven months without eating meat. You got to do that shit. Seven bro. months, and that improved my mood drastically. Like I, I didn't, I had no idea that what that could do. Yeah, that just cutting your diet, cutting that. that. And you know what's crazy, y'all? I went, I ain't been eating beef or pork for a year, right? I go to Popeyes, and <laughs> I don't know, for some fucking reason, I got. Cajun rice, and I fucking forgot. I'm fucking oh. this Cajun rice up, dog. And, you and I'm, forgot it was and I'm sitting there eating my chicken and Cajun rice. I was like, "What the fuck <coughs> is in Cajun rice?" And it was, I looked it up, nigga. It's beef and some other shit. Instantly, my, um, and then not instantly, but then my stomach start hurting because mm -hmm. it's been a minute. But it just mm -hmm. fucked me up. But yeah, man, if you feeling like you fucked up, bro, just talk to somebody, nigga. Just tell somebody. And yeah. I feel like it's black, pe it's black people, not even black men. But we were like, man, I'm depressed. Man, fuck people, that shit, dog. bro. 
No, no, no. It's like, no, nigga, I'm fucked up. I need to talk to my smite, somebody about this shit. Because, nigga, them insecurities be real, dog. Like, it legit how you feeling like you really not good at what you do when yep. you know you super proficient at what the fuck you do. Like, nigga, you one of them niggas. Like, it had me sitting back like, bro, did I just waste 13 years of my life doing this shit and I really ain't sweet for real? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You start second guessing yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't fuck beautiful bitches off of comedy, nigga. <laughs> I got my daughter off of comedy. You feel me, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Shit, like, nigga, I done been all over the world. I'm from a bunch of different places. But, nigga, depression to sit there and be like, but you know you ain't shit, right? You right. thought we weren't going to hear your puberty kick in right there? Yeah, my nigga, no, that <laughs> man, them was tears, nigga. I'm about to cry. But, no, nah, nigga, it was just, it's like that, bro. Like, I legit been sitting around, bro, like, this shit weak as fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been here. So, Christina, with, with you going to therapy once a month, what has it helped or how has it, has it helped? It's helped everything. Um, one of the biggest jewels I got from my therapist uh, was trying to understand others a little bit more, and that will help you understand yourself mm -hmm. more. So, basically, long story short, putting yourself in another person's shoes. So, most people, they want to look at things from their eyes only and how they view things, but yeah. they rarely turn themselves around and look at it from the other person's mm -hmm. point of view. So, what I found is if I have a disagreement with somebody or if I feel like uh, I'm unequally yoked with somebody, I just try to put myself in their position and wonder, hey, listen to them. Hey, what did they go through? What caused this? Because a lot of times people just want somebody to listen to them yeah you know and and most people most people don't give a fuck you know what i'm saying like honestly most people do not give a fuck about anything but themselves so it just helps to have somebody that cares or at least you know you pay them to care for that hour um but it, it does help yeah, yeah it yeah. does help to talk to somebody um whether it's a therapist whether it's a confidant whether it's somebody you know that you you know growing up with as a mentor and it's, it's very important to have that though no no i feel you on that i've been thinking about it but shit everybody can't afford no goddamn uh, psychiatrist yeah it, it is expensive i was going every week at one point mm -hmm. but you know i'm down to once a month now but we're still going but um, that shit is but, but that's, it's necessary it's, it's one of budgeted things, in to, to my it's, it's definitely one of the things where it's important like you know it's almost like getting a physical like you know what i'm saying if you get a personal trainer or something that you mm -hmm. put in your budget because you need it mm -hmm. so it's like it's definitely important man but um I got just a regular nigga from Oak Park, bro. So it's like when I be thinking about that kind of shit, dog. And shout out to Southfield, fuck them. But then um, <laughs> <laughs> train went to Southfield this weekend. But um, oh, they closed that school down and they uh, they didn't really close it down. They they bossed that bitch up. Y'all kind of they said all the, all the light skin girls went to Lathrop anyway. That's what oh they yeah, said. That, that's yeah, what they manufactured them. Got, got a DPS in Southfield, went to Oak Park. So but they yeah. Yeah, and that's what the real niggas at. That's why we seventy percent of Dope Boys cash out. Oh my god, a dog hoe. And Jeezy signed us. But anyway. Um, Y'all got Royce, we got Blade Icewood. I got uh, Diana Ross and David Icewood. Y'all got Blade. Blade had a crib in the Big Sean. Park. Darnell right. Lindsay went to Southfield High. We're not going to talk about Cass Tech. Okay. Boy. Wait a minute. Oh, so Blade went to Southfield? Yes. Well, good for y'all. Nigga, Jeffrey Fogger went to Oak Park. Right. <laughs> Fuck you mean, nigga? And Jesus. <laughs> Maurice Malone. Went Park, that nigga no, went to, he went to Oak Park, Park, bro. Him and Jesus. Kim went to South, uh, Southfield High. I don't want to hear And Aretha Franklin went to Oak Park with them big titties. <laughs> got big ass tits. Um, oh man. Yeah, man. If you depressed, talk to somebody, man, because that shit real, bro. Don't let that shit fuck with you, especially like financially, bro. Like money wise. Like nah. As far as comedy, y'all, I feel like I'm supposed to be making way more. But it get to the point where you start just drowning in all that finances. Mm -hmm. Your girl in your ear bickering about some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Baby mom's tripping because she be on bullshit. It's like I'm about to headbutt three bitches. Or the extra one that I don't know. <laughs> Blooka, blooka, blooka. But nah, bro, it just it just be a whole lot, dog. And you just be sitting around like, 
<sighs> girl, dog, I argued with my girl the other day, right? We was arguing about some shit. And nigga, I literally, dog, just walked out the house, ain't say nothing. Got in my van and drove it around to the other side of the apartment complex and went to sleep. It was 90 degrees outside. Wow. In the car. She was like, oh, you trying to go to sleep? In my head, like, bitch, I'm trying to die. I don't want to wake up. <laughs> That's how much I don't want to argue with I you right now, bro. Wake up, I'm in though. there, bro, with the leather seat stuck to my face. No air, no nothing. No up. air, bro. I just let the window down a little bit. I'm barefoot in there, nigga, with my work pants on. Feet kicked up. She just, and she um and we share our location with each other. So she was like, <laughs> I thought you left you around here sleep. I was just like, <laughs> let me just let me just lose some weight or die in here or something. Leave me the fuck Wait, alone. Back, you said you guys share each other's location. Yeah, just on some What's safety What's the story shit? behind that, On though? some safety shit. No, it's, it's no, just, it's, you supposed to, if you have an iPhone, you're supposed to share your location constantly yeah, with one person. Yeah. Whether it be your uh, family, it could be... I guess. Yeah, okay. Just, but it's it's if, if you go, Jesus, if, God got me. Okay. So. <laughs> well, I mean, nah, it's just saying. one of them things where it's like, if something it's, happens it's to you... It's a safety you, thing. Yeah, no, it's like, oh, bet, we can track the iPhone. Even though maybe they can still track it without it being on, but it's just... I've never been in a situation where that has been Well, you needed like to. Well, when yeah. you get, you, you ain't never seen Taken. Like, imagine how much easier yeah. that would have been if she'd have seen her yeah. location with her dad. Movie would have been over with. Yeah, that it's nigga. a lot of stuff that happens in the news that don't even make the news. Like, in terms, I'll put it this way it's people who have been missing for like 13 years and stuff like that. Like, sex trafficking and like the stuff that people do is like real. Where it's like, if you riding down the freeway, you come off the freeway, you see a sign where it's like free math tutors, like a a lot of them signs are made for people who do trafficking, and they want you to come. Damn, nigga, my algebra ain't shit. Up. Yeah, like I, I know people who went to seminars where they tell you, like, so that's why people do it. Like, it's not more of a uh, to be nosy or anything like that. Not, and that's why, I'm like, not, I'm not saying that, but mm-hmm. uh, so you wouldn't do that. Not saying that I would. Oh. It just never came up. Like, yeah. oh, and, I and need and your it's mostly, it's mostly, it's, it's got to be like somebody. Like a lot of people. Okay, if you knew in a relationship. You wouldn't do a significant other. You may do your closest female friend. Yeah, if yeah, you don't yeah. rock with your parents like that, or you don't rock with him like that, it's somebody. Yeah, you know, I, like situations I, I, like that. Man, we ain't just kicking it off the dribble, and I'm like, hey, let me get that location. <laughs> let me get your, technical. I don't want you know to know the fuck to I'm know at. Even how to use right. it. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just some safety shit. Where it's like, okay, she say she was here, but now she over here, and yeah. I ain't talked to her. Okay, bet. And you can stop it at any time. Like yeah, you know, if it was you know some what. Yeah, it, it, it's more so a safety thing. Like there's a difference between like on. If you got an iPhone for all my my iPhone users out there, what up? Uh, you can, you know, uh, if you want to send somebody directly, you can say send my location. Then there's a share my location, and then you can. Stop you build like a nigga location. who use all the talk to shit on your phone. <laughs> like, he's sitting there like, hey, Siri, send my location. <laughs> hey Siri, best French toast sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let this distract you from the fact that I'm over here trying to solve this Rubik's Train Cube, over here trying to fuck this Rubik's Cube up. Hey, man, I'm over here trying to be like my man's from the pursuit of happiness, dog. Damn. So he's like the middle of the cube that's not moving, so, so I'm over here trying all right, to figure out. so look, we 40 minutes into this. Let's talk to y'all, man, what's going on. So, Train, we're going to get to your rapping ass. Christina, tell these people what you've been a part of. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't meet too many pianists. You did? But too many people who can really get down on the violin the way you do. Like, when did you start? How did you do that? Because I've actually played a harp. Like, well, I actually want to get to play in a harp. When I get some money, I that's the what they're skilled. I played the harp, too, in high school. I'm going to play it topless, though, with Lennon Pants on, yeah. with no shoes on. That's like, dope. You finna be on your Gambino. You feel <laughs> me on that kind of shit. So, like, how did you get into it, and what was it like? Well, you know I went to um, Faith Christian Academy, which is a Word of Faith school. Mm-hmm. So they had it where you, in either class, they had either band instruments or orchestra instruments. I was in the orchestra class. Okay. I wanted to play the flute, but... That wasn't an option. So um, they told us to pick which instrument we wanted out of the stand, upright bass, the cello, the viola, and the violin. So I picked the violin. 
Okay. Um, that was at the age of nine. I am now 31, so that's what, 22 years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 22 years? I've been playing the violin and the piano. Um, it really just came to me organically. I Just having the, the previous knowledge from playing the violin, the piano was easy because mm. you just hit the note and it's the Ooh, note yeah. instead of muscle memory from trying to remember how to play the violin. But um, I started playing that at 13. Damn. Um, and I would just listen to songs on the radio mm-hmm. and try to just pluck them out. Wow. And then that just led into writing and actually building chords and writing songs and composing took a lot of music classes. I actually went to cast for music. Um, cast technician. I was in the chamber in orchestra. Um, first chair, second violin. You know? Is that sweet? First chair? Yeah. I played I played on stage at the Fox Theater, God. the Evening of Fine Arts. She Came up out the risers and everything with the smoke and the, yeah, it was. I know about that. It was dope, <laughs> you know. It. So, you know, uh, music has been a part of my life pretty much since I was very young so. Ah, so you like a young prodigy with this shit yeah i just got to get back get over this fear and try to get out there you know, fear I, what uh, uh the 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 you know eyes people watching oh, you know well, performing why don't you I, get on your her shit and put on some sunglasses you know what that's why I, was, I said i wanted to perform with a mask but do it but but uh des does not like that idea well uh des ain't got no <laughs> lenses in his glasses fuck him <laughs> shut up nigga. i don't know any nigga out here that that that, that gotta you know what i'm saying that, that no it's trend. more it's more so like whatever whatever you comfortable i've been more so an advocate knowing how talented she is mm-hmm. to, to just get her out there and perform mm-hmm. she actually um you just had your first performance right I, Sing, as a singer i sang for the first time at a uh, sound off sunday shout out to ken oh, brad shout, shout out to ken you know mm-hmm. young neck me i actually signed up first on the list and my exact words to him were i just want to get this shit out the way because <laughs> i was man. so scared so you didn't tell nobody you kind of just i know i just i, just didn't tell, I ain't know nothing about i did it. i told you that morning on, in passing just like hoping you just picked up on it but that's I how wanna, i started comedy i didn't tell nobody i just went yeah i didn't want to make you don't it a want big people deal. to know actually that's the best way to do it because yep. you know you you want to know you want to just fuck it you want to go out there and be like if i'm good i'm good in front of strangers you don't want mm-hmm. i don't want nobody holding me up if i ain't shit yeah i'm gonna go out here and do it and if i ain't shit i'm gonna figure it out yeah. till i get better but yeah you you know do your thing whatever it's gonna take to make you you know if you gotta wear a hoodie while you up there performing like like i said her that I love shit, her. Yeah, I, that shit went crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, I was, you know. They had you know, the harp up there, too, on BET. Did they? Yeah. Real life. I'm telling niggas I'm going to get that harp shit down, and they're going to be like, this nigga Josh going to be in that bitch. I'm going to be playing that shit on that bitch. Ging, 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 on that motherfucker. no shirt on. No shirt on. Diesel. Diesel dub. Diesel dub. Diesel down, dog. You a young prodigy. Damn, man. Yeah, you got to get out of here, Christina. You around too many talented motherfuckers. Because I just think I that's sexy, that. bro. Like, if a girl come in a hotel, man, and this is just my story. Of course, I got a woman, but this ain't going to never happen. And um, <laughs> let's say I fly a girl. Let's say I just fly, because this is how this scenario go in my head. I fly a girl out of town, whatever, like, babe, send a little confirmation number. Uber pick her up. Uber, what's the super exclusive Uber? Uber, Uber Black, isn't it? Uber Black, pick her up in some <laughs> scandalous. She come in. I'm like, look, I text her, like, look. We ain't wearing no clothes around here. You butt naked. As soon as you hit the door, take that shit off in the hallway. We on the presidential the floor anyway. <laughs> take that shit off. You don't need no clothes. No way. It's penthouse. It's penthouse. It's penthouse shit. Okay, I got and First of all, she ain't bringing no luggage because we buying everything where we at. So Ball she comes through butt naked. As soon as we in there, she thinking we fucking. No, nah, I just like you to be naked. <laughs> Three days, she walk around the hotel. I mean, the, part, the motherfucking room, butt naked like this nigga ain't tried to fuck me yet. I'm in there just playing the heart with my little linen pants on. <laughs> Just in there playing. She like, when the show? It's a little later. She like, so what are we doing? I'm just chilling, playing the heart, get you something to eat. In there doing my thing. I'm going to hit the pussy before we leave, but I'm simmering it because I don't want her to think I'm tripping. I'm, I'm fucking her mind at the time. 
This she nigga Josh ain't gonna go three days. You ain't gonna be able to you go. You crazy three days. as hell. I'm gonna be sitting there playing the harp. She just like, bitch, I don't watch a nigga days? play the harp for three days. He is so talented. <laughs> His bitch in there crying. She's, t- you know, so ain't gonna be no Snapchat. Or, so, you say, yeah, so you say you can't do the fly out thing. I got an idea for you. How about you drive to like Cincinnati mm-hmm. and then send for or something like that? Or you, you know, if your budget is Toledo, you can do that. Mm-hmm. That's like a 10 minute plane ride. Say Toledo, a 10 hey, minute plane ride. Hey, Why would man. I waste that? Bitch, hey, the I mean, cause it's the experience. Or, hey, I'm gonna I put gotta, my harp at. <laughs> you put it in the car. I'm gonna Spirit. put my harp in the van. Yeah, you put your harp in the van. And yeah. then you, you fly her, you know, to where you at. And yeah, it'd be lit. But I mean, I, that's, this was something I had in my head. Obviously, this ain't nothing I'm gonna do because my girl. Or you can go to Windsor. Hey, but, can uh, you Uber to the uh, to Windsor? You, you can Uber anywhere if he cool. You can <laughs> Uber, nigga, be like, hey, what up, bro? I'm trying to go to Florida. Nigga, be like, I ain't doing shit today. Come oh, on. Oh, did you hear that story about that guy that tried to sue the Uber driver? Because he drove him, he was out of town and he was drunk. Oh, yeah. And, and the Uber driver picked him up. He put his home location in there instead of his, like, where he was supposed to go. Killed him. And his home was like five and a half hours away. And I think they charged like $1,500 or something like Give that was wow. his Uber bill. I need that. And then he put a GoFundMe account. Somebody just paid for it. But who the fuck drunk enough to where you passed out for five hours in the car <laughs> with a strange nigga? And and I, if I was at Uber, I'd be like, oh, yeah, $1,500. Let's go take this five hours. Yeah, yeah. You can wake fast. up with a hickey on your neck. This nigga <laughs> drove you all the way to the crib. Nah, nigga. Yeah. Nah, man. But I just harp has always been something. I just I just think that's a fly-ass instrument. And don't nobody fuck with it. And angels play the motherfuckers. Niggas, yeah, niggas really don't, 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 don't think don't about that. You don't mess with the triangle. Triangle ain't getting bitches pussies with. It's not melodic. That's yeah, the, that's triangle the is what you hit when it's child time. Hey, what's the joint? Um, I need to go back to music. Accordion. So, I'm gonna put this on my album too. What's the joint that was like the xy- it was like the the relative of the xylophone, but it was like made of wood. It was like a, I, I um, a marimba. Marimba. You, you play with a with a yarn mallet. You a had yarn mallet. Yeah, and you we used elementary school teacher had this. What about, like them, what about them? What about them drums? I think it's a marimba. The, the metal drum. Oh, you talking about the, oh those steel drums? <laughs> steel the drums. mallet that you hit the, the wood with is made of yarn. Like, well, I'm talking about sexy instruments. Bitches ain't getting off on. Yo, if you marimba. go in a room with a with a yarn mallet, <laughs> she gonna look at you crazy. Like, nigga, is the harp sexy though? Is yeah, that really nigga, sexy with no though? shirt on with the harp. Nigga, look at the harp, bro. It's sexy. What you finna it's do? Stand up piano. Like nigga? No, nigga, I'm gonna have my regular little cut. Leon yeah. gonna bless me, and I'm gonna sit back with my little Caesars on, my little do rag on, my stretchy do rag with the cape hanging, and I'm gonna play whatever I got, whatever I'm feeling in my soul, man. Some Anita Baker, nigga. Okay. Some Alan Stone. Ooh. See, niggas ain't up on niggas, man. Alan Stone. He gonna play the boy is mine. Man, I fuck the boy is mine up, man. Me need to give it up. Alex Alex I be in that bitch going crazy, dog. no 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 no. <laughs> what? My harp teacher in cast though actually played on two of R. Kelly's albums. Shout out to Oh, he probably he hey, I know he played he played on half of the baby. It's like this was oh, late. Heart. Yep. Damn. <laughs> Jeff, uh shout out to Jeff, Motown Lab King, aka one of the steak knife boys. Special coming out August twenty fourth. And y'all can see that at uh live viewing is at Zeke's, right? Zeke's, right. What is that? That's in Ferndale. Ferndale, Zeke's barbecue. Go see that. His uh his girlfriend used to engineer for R. Kelly, she engineered on the Chocolate Factory. Really? Okay. No, on the R album, cause that was my one. That R album was hard. Wow, I ain't even know she did all that. Yeah, that she do. She, she on that sound shit heavy. Shout out to Esther Navarez, a funny comedian too. Oh. Hey, uh, so Train, what's going on, man? Uh, when I first met you, man, uh, you was doing um, you. Was, Let's you, see if you remember. I do remember. You know that nigga remember. He don't train don't forget nah, shit. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna enter. I ain't gonna interrupt. Uh, I was hosting. Uh, I was hosting um your album release for the uh. Train to Freedom. Which one was that one? It was Boarding Pass 2. Boarding Pass 2. I didn't yeah. do the first one? 
Nah, I ain't really do nothing for the first time. Oh, well, it was the second one. We did it at a. They don't yeah, do it. This place called Sweet Epiphany. Sweet Epiphany, and they used to do uh, uh, poetry shit there. Mm-hmm. It was actually dope. The nigga was on some Kanye West. It was lights everywhere. The stage was, really uh, like, was the stage right. was floating. Like, I don't know how he did that. The was, room was parked. It big. was floating. Stage was floating. Train came out. It was hard. Yeah. It was hard, man. So That's one of them nights where it's like, I got the footage and stuff like that, but it's, it's like. When I be trying to tell people that I'm such an amazing, like I don't talk I don't that like shit. To talk, I don't like to talk, talk about myself mm-hmm. like that. But it's like, you know, when I when I try to really convey to people how much I put into my live shows or just really into my projects, like I think people need to see more of that. I just be frustrated because it's like a lot of people who I know now like weren't there for that, or mm-hmm. it'll be like key moments like. You know, for my last album release, like my last album was a story. Yeah. And if you came to the release party, well, not even the the listening party, it's like was that I the one we did that mix. Yeah, but the actual listening was where like I broke the album down like into like chapters mm-hmm. and like told you like, you know, where my head was at during different records and stuff like that. Like that's the stuff I want people to see more of because that's what makes. But this People shit ain't gonna mean none to nobody till you make that one, and you ain't made it yet. I ain't made it yet. Christina ain't did it yet. Jeff, oh Jeff, and Dez ain't did it yet. It's like all this shit we talking about is like <clears throat> all this shit means something to us. But right now it's nothing because they know they don't know we here. But right. once you make the one, which all this, all of this shit that we going through as far as like pushback and not getting to where we want to be at, yeah. it's only making us better. Like Growing niggas is already you. the yeah. shit, but it's like nigga. We gonna be so shitty. That's the only way I can use to describe it because we the shit. <laughs> that when you make that motherfucker, they gonna be like, wow. Then they gonna go back like, wow. They had all this shit behind all this. Like, I didn't even know. And they gonna be able to get all this work and see what went into you becoming what you were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I got drunk and was talking this shit to train. Like, I just walked to this they nigga train. My soul, man. I was like, my nigga, you one of them guys. I know, cause I'm one of them niggas. And we on the same bullshit. I know you be looking at niggas like these niggas ain't sweet. Right. I hear the way he talk and he critique hip-hop and i'm like and i know you be looking at niggas shit and be critical and be seeing niggas like this nigga eating and i'm and it ain't them they doing what they supposed to do and god blessing them the way they bless them it's something you ain't doing it's something i ain't doing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and he was like yeah you know i don't be knowing you know i was drunk i don't even think i gave a fuck if he felt me i just wanted to tell him because that was on me at the moment i had some brandy i never drunk brandy before and that motherfucker Every time was I on keep me. talking about brandy that junk just be funny i was fucked up he right? was like an old nigga when he talking about brandy <laughs> i was off that brandy i was off that ripple <laughs> nigga i was like trained i, I might have put both my hands on his shoulders and put the glass in my mouth and just was talking i don't know how i was talking to nigga i was like you one of them niggas you just gotta keep doing it and you can't sit back and be and be because i know how i be you be arrogant sometimes like well fuck these niggas then yeah. i'm sweet and fuck them they just won't know and it's right. like well you ain't hurt nobody but yourself not putting yourself out there yeah. right but it was real because a lot of times hint, hint, come somebody from, else in the room <laughs> somebody else in the room yeah. but it, to me it, it was real because most of the time when you had conversations like that you may not remember them the next day the mm-hmm. fact that like you know, when you became coherent again, yeah. you actually remembered everything that you said. That's yeah. how I know it's from a, a genuine place. And it was everything I needed to hear at that time. So yeah. basically what you're saying, if I can use a rap analogy, we didn't appreciate Reasonable Doubt until Volume 2 came. Well, volume 2 Ain't had that, hard Wasn't that how like, it went? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Jay-Z pretty much went under the, like, it's considered a classic. It's one of the best albums ever, but at mm-hmm. the time, nobody was checking for Reasonable Doubt. It was glossed Doubt. over. Yeah. It's fact, my nigga. Like, you, you sitting around, nigga. You just keep working. I feel like we just supposed to keep working like the world watching. And then when they finally pay attention, they going to see it. And it's like, nigga, I know already. Y'all was late on this shit. And then when they catch up, you keep doing it. Like I said, like, 
now we just like you think the shit you doing is good but it ain't good enough because niggas ain't they ain't they ain't want you yet you just gotta use that energy and make that project bro and, and when that bitch pop everything else behind it gonna go with it i'm telling you and christina the same shit like i feel you like i didn't i don't like like when i'm on stage i don't like i'm not even all the way comfortable on stage it's some nights where i don't even look at people like i look i'll be talking my shit and be looking past motherfuckers i'm damn near like the predator up there while i see niggas he signatures you know what i'm saying train so if a nigga move then i might say something to him or say something to her if they talking but like i don't like people like i'm really like i'm really anti-social the older i get and the more comedy Same. i do Introvert. i do not i do not like motherfucking people Introvert. unless you're thinking off the chain you know what i'm saying <laughs> feel me shout out to the queen at the crib but you know what i'm saying like i don't really like talking to motherfuckers bro like i just realized that and it don't go with what we do but that don't mean that we still can't get off you can go on stage you just gotta damn they put that iron man suit on and be what you gotta be to get that shit out of you yeah that's just what it is you know you're preaching good yeah i don't know man i don't i don't know at all i just know i'm depressed i'm broke i'm going to arizona to do comedy so that's a blessing yeah i'm gonna leave tomorrow morning at night i gotta do laundry you going out there with Leonard, right? Yeah, Leonard Oos, man. He built like this nigga. <laughs> you actually a little like you actually you you actually weight goals for that nigga. For he bigger than you. Oh man. He a big nigga. No, train just what, what am I built like? Let's hear it. The people who can't train, see me. you built like uh the nigga from Mr. Beat the Browns. You built like that nigga. Just with a little extra he Tim LeMan husband? Yeah, train ain't got no neck, bro. He built like uh a Crown Royal bottle. <laughs> That's messed up. Imagine a crew and roll bottle with a uh, with a Dallas like a, Cowboy hat on. Uh, Josh built like a bottle of Nouveau. Don't get me started. And, and hoes used to love Nouveau. <laughs> Ain't that what you need to make incredible Hulk? <laughs> nah, nah, it's it's, it's hypnotic Damn. and Hennessy. Yeah. Well, Josh ain't hit the gym. He built like a bottle of Bro, I'm, he built like a bottle of clearly Canadian. Yeah. Clearly Canadian. That's just a funny ass word. That's why that word. Clearly Canadian. I'm built fucked up now, bro. I'm fat oh, as shit. I sit on the toilet train. How long when you when you sat on the toilet and your shit flipped over? Like hey, that, that ain't ever happened, dog. You get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> I know if it's happening to me now, nigga, you be oh, like, shit, man. what is it? He's like 95. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 95. 95. It was the summer 95. Uh Rashawn Salon rushed for over two. <laughs> <laughs> and nigga trained them. Rashawn Salam. Niggas don't know Rashawn Salam was cold. That nigga was cold blooded coming oh. out of Colorado. But uh, man, y'all had them conversations all the time. Um, no. Josh, you said you and Train, y'all just had conversations that that click or stuff resonate. Mm-hmm. Like yes. the time um, y'all had the conversation in Villa. You said Train said something to you that stuck with you. I don't even remember, but I do remember you did say some ill shit, Train. I forgot what the fuck did you say to me that day. Oh yeah, I, I remember your TED talk. You, 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 you ain't shit. You ain't no, man, but we were sitting that. in there. You said something about uh, damn man. Wow, it's having, gonna come to me. Having something. What was it about? Have something that you can't you can get from somewhere else. That's what you said. You was like niggas. I don't know who you was using as an example of, but you was like, why would niggas go to G- come to you when they can get what they can get that from Jeezy. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was yeah. like you gotta be, and that's the shit. Kari kind of been preaching, but they finna, they finna take his house because his mortgage is fucked up. Uh. <laughs> pay his mortgage. Yeah, you, but you, yeah, you, you gotta have something that that's that's true to you. And okay, yeah, it's it's other people in the market that have similar products, but again, like when we talk about like rappers, like if we talking about like dope boy rappers and stuff like that, it's like if you're not giving me something or a different perspective, like. Then like Jeezy, Hove, yeah. like cats like that. It's just like you kind of giving me the same story. If you sound like again. Chris Brown, why would I listen to you when I can go listen to Chris Brown? Right, facts. It's like you so. gotta be yourself, and people people learn and, and people kind of gloss over the fact, or not even gloss over the fact. You just gotta stay in your lane and stop looking in other niggas' lanes. Like if you looking in another nigga lane, 
and you like, I'm gonna cross over here to get with them motherfuckers. Right. Nah, you you alienate the niggas that's in your lane, cause eventually your lane gonna widen out. If you if you if you ride in your lane, eventually your shit'll widen out and reach the people it's supposed to reach. So it's like, mm-hmm. don't ever don't ever concede what you're doing to do what the next nigga doing. So it's like like Train basically said, do your own thing, and the niggas that fuck with you gonna fuck with you. Right. And that's who you feed, and that's your core, and that basically get bigger. That's what Kevin Hart did, and then uh, once your Dave core Chappelle built up, Dave Chappelle did that for real. Dave Chappelle, Patricia Hill, Big Crit, Currency, <laughs> nigga. You know what I'm saying, nigga? You gonna find a way to put credit in there. Oh, that's bro. my nigga. That's I, my dog too, man. Crit get down, bro. Like nigga, when I see that nigga eating, bro, it's certain niggas, nigga. I'm just you I'm, just want them to they win. They success, right bro. Here. I'm 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 like nigga. I'm invested in their success, nigga. Like I want to see a nigga. I want to see Crit win. Like that nigga is hard, nigga. Uh, Mount Olympus. Yeah. yeah, bro. When I say that nigga went, <clears throat> I don't know what is going on here. Everybody voice fucked up. <laughs> Mount Olympus, bro. All that shit, dog. It, uh, it's, it, a lot of it is like the politics, and also I think with him, like, but you can get through that. He, he hasn't really found like if you look at all of the artists that like he came up with in that peer group, like, J Cole. All of them was at one point where it's like because they all came at that point where they was the last generation where you had to have that one for radio to get a release date. Uh huh. Like, they was the last generation of that. And everybody kind of got that one, except for him. It was like, they tried to work country shit, and mm-hmm. it just, it they didn't threw, resonate. Threw, like, Chris and they threw a T.I. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know. Like, yes, he's a project artist. Like, Cole is like a, a whole project artist. Like, but he got and That's where we at now. Everybody is on, it's project driven, right? right? Yeah, but it's like, with him, it's like, okay, with the last project, I think, um, Forever is a mighty long time was amazing. It's a double album. You know, I feel like I don't think he's bitter, but I, I know he probably in the back of his mind, like, y'all better give me my props for my double album before y'all start saying Drake bought the double album. Oh, yeah. Well, you yeah. know, Drake and his was more of a concept. I mean, Drake's was a concept too, side A, side B, but Crit actually had the Big Chris side, the Justin Scott side, but it's like, if you look at like records, like, you can really pull off of there, like, like I wouldn't have gone with "Keep the Devil Off" as like the first single that you even like really try to put out on, out on there or "Confetti." Like mm-hmm. I don't know if they were trying to hold the heaters till like the end or you know, nineteen ninety nine is cool as well. But it's yeah, just, Lord. yeah, he 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 just we like him. He got his cult following, but it's just like in terms of like the masses, they ain't really receptive yeah. to him yet. He's still yeah. so slept on, but he definitely so he slept on for sure. Yeah. But you just gotta rock, bro. You gotta rock and build your following. Like I say, I don't hear currency complaining about shit. And currency, I've never heard that nigga. Uh, I've never heard his voice over but a radio. He, but, way, he, way. but he's right. accepted who he was. He had said he had a conversation back when him and you know him and Wiz are still cool. But it's like it was one point in time we associated them closely with each other. He was just saying like Wiz always wanted to be where he was now, like the hippie rock star. Currency always just wanted to get money, be fly, drop music whenever he wanted, not really have to adhere to label. And he sell out shows. Yeah, but he that's, that's sell out what, arenas. But he that's sell what shows. he wanted. Like a lot of people want more than that, you know. Like, but that's what you. That's what you. He, got. He's he's content. You gotta you know? be happy where you at. Yeah, you so. got definitely gotta be happy where you at, dog. That's what I'm on, man. Like uh, I'm about building that that following of niggas that fuck with me and they gonna ride with me, bro. And then we gonna grow together. And then when them other friends motherfuckers come that just jump on the bandwagon, y'all can look at them like, y'all dick sucking ass on. Right. Yeah. Cause when the heat ain't on no more, y'all niggas gonna go, but we still gonna fill up we still gonna fill up the opera house for this nigga. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's Chris, what you want. Christina, who do you who do you feel? Who do somebody you mess with an artist or that you believe is talented that you feel like you slept on? That you feel like should be have a bigger platform? 
Um, a bigger following. You mean somebody around it locally, or somebody just that's out there? That just out there. Okay. I, like I give y'all an example. Like who is mine? I think like Miguel should be a lot bigger. Than, I think Miguel pretty is. big, and he on his way up. But I don't feel like I feel like he's just as talented. I might get slack from this, but as Bruno Mars. But I just feel like Bruno mm. had I don't know. like some super. I don't. Dope. I, don't I, can't, I can't. I can't say that. Go ahead, finish what you were saying. I feel like the quality of his records, the stuff he put out. He danced, but he don't dance as much as Bruno Mars. But I feel like he dope. And I don't think when you think of top R&B dudes, he ain't one of them guys you bringing up right I now. I think he one of the top R&B dudes. R&B dudes, but Bruno was raised in R&B. Like, I was, I was just going through YouTube yesterday, and I found a clip when Bruno Mars was on the original Arsenio Hall show. So Damn. Bruno understands R&B. He was rooted in R&B, but he also has records that crossover. Miguel doesn't have a I think I want to marry you. All his shit Mars about fucking, bro. You know, or Maybe shout uh, out to the fucking records. I mean, I love that, but like, it's only you know, like, so like far. Bruno Mars got the like the lazy record. Like he got records where it's like we gonna play forever. Like Twenty Four Karat Magic is immortal. You know, that's such the, a good ass performance record. Like I be like, hearing that. Like damn, I wish I was the nigga who made Miguel, that song. Miguel right. has records that have boundaries. Like how many drinks has a boundary? That's a good Arch ass record Point too. Has a boundary, and you have to think a lot Coffee of times. Coffee in the morning. Like, but that has a boundary. Yeah, dude. You know, and it's you like, saying they can't play "Tell Me If That Pussy Is Mine" on the radio? <laughs> you already know. <laughs> you know, it's it's just just an interlude. Ain't that long? Um, how can I put it? Like you're right. I think the content of what he like, if he had 24 carats, I feel like he could have did that record. Like uh, I don't say he could have did that. Yes, yes, he could physically do it, but Bruno. Certain shit just worked it, for somebody. It, it, like it, that was he his has record. the he has the charisma on the mic. As well as like off the mic, like he knows how to like really bring it to life. Like, well, he's a cyborg. They already took that nigga in there and they engineered him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once he had a lid, they're like, oh, let's go ahead and go ahead and duplicate. But he lady. also, at when you strip him down to the core, um, like I posted a clip not too long ago from when Jermaine Dupree was on the Rap Radar podcast, um, and he was talking about like how Bruno Mars is 100% R&B, and like he was one of the ones like that still keep R&B alive when they were saying R&B was dead. Because now, Bruno root, was, mm-hmm. yeah, I like, but, Bruno more but if you look at who, his, where his roots are, like he's from the lineage of the L.A. Reed and Babyface and stuff like that. <laughs> so we um, still, we still recording. Yeah, I guess we we can keep talking. I don't know what's going on. The fact that I, I have myself. my answer now. Uh, oh, go ahead. Alex Isley is her name. Oh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully they can hear that. Hopefully so. They just cut this nigga car electricity off. Where's she from? And I got an echo. I do too. Me as well. Me as well. I Corey. don't know where she's from. I think she's out in LA right now. Where is this nigga at? What about her um, make you feel that she underrated? Um, I really haven't heard in many people bring her up or talk about her, but I feel like she has one of the purest voices in the younger um r&b game she like neo soul dish yeah she she has like a very airy sound very very fluttery kind of pretty tone to her voice and i really like it and you're right i ain't never seen her come here or have a show anything yeah but i would really want to work with her we might need to pause because he said that. Yeah, so train, man. So, like, you know, damn. Nigga, you good? No, I'm 
I thought I had. No, I thought something was in my ear, man. Oh, okay, yeah. Are we recording? No. Yeah, we going, nigga. We we recording. We we've been punched back in. But like, so who you feel that's somebody that slept on that, that people ain't really up on? Uh, it ain't got to just be music though. It could be whatever. Be a stripper, nigga. It could be crossing guard, nigga. Like he really make sure the kids get to the school back and forth. You usually oh, no, talk on just, this part. No, I'm sorry. This nigga really took a pause. Like, <laughs> ah, oh, no. Um, he didn't do the train. It, oh, it, man. It's so, it's so many different oh, like, people and stuff like that. Like, uh, if I had to talk about people who I know personally, uh, my boy Scholar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scholar. One of the most genuine but most genius creative people that I've known personally. Mm. Uh, my dude, I Rock says. Rock eating though, game. ain't he? Yeah, uh, but he I feel like he, not, he could be eating nah, more. Okay. Like he, he need. I feel like he hasn't gotten his just due yet. Like he's done joints for days. He's got his plaques, but uh, I feel like he should be a little bit more in demand in terms of the industry. Like, and I think some of it is because the records that they know him for are a lot more straightforward. Like the stuff that we hear, where he sampled this record, but then you know slowed it down, distorted it. You know, mm-hmm. like made the sample talk to you, stuff like that. Okay. And like, if we're talking genius level talent, I feel like if you strip politics away, he and Pharrell Williams would talk to each other and just blow each other's minds away. Yeah, yeah. he's very, very dope, man. Like, you know, I feel like, um, I like how people talk about had them stories. Like, yeah, I was in Dilla's basement and stuff like that. Like, I feel like that about like rock, like being being in the basement in the mansion, man. The studio, yeah, studio, the, we, the stuff we that. Were, yeah. And we heard, and you know, people like that pull. I, I like to be around people, you know, like them because they pull stuff out of you. Like you, you, you. When you, when you on your off day, you need to be around creative energy like that. Like, yeah. you know, they've seen things in me that I didn't see in myself. And like, I know it's cliche to say it, but Josh, I got to put you on there as well too because I just, I look at a lot of people. Um, and one of the instances where I really just know that. Um, I don't know if you've said it before to the listeners, but mm-hmm. I also look at your style of comedy as like, you know, back when you was playing quarterback. Mm-hmm. And this is one that you may not know or remember, but I go back to when you was on Live the Apollo. And it was like the whole segment, you know, can you stay on stage for this long? I yeah. feel like when you came out there, I just kind of watched your eyes and you kind of analyzed the crowd. First off, you know how the Apollo works. You know it's do mm-hmm. or die. And you just was out there with ice water in your veins. Mm-hmm. Like fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, a minute 30 left, and you was just out there like Montana. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you're from your opening line to, I think you what you had, like five minutes or something like that? Yeah, it was it a was, minute. They was like basically a minute, but one minute. Apollo. Yeah, but, it, but Apollo is do or die. And it was just like, from yeah. that on TV, it was just a continuation of what I see on just it a regular basis. It was you and Ron, basis. right? Yep, yep. Me and Ron. Ron did, uh, yep, yep, yep. So, oh, first episode. Yeah, yeah I, I, definitely, I, I definitely feel like you haven't gotten... You know, you just do yet. Like it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of people, man. But these are I, I want to kind of keep the people who I've had you know interactions with, and then you know even you know with Kid Clever in terms of what he's doing, you know, or I should say what y'all are doing with the going on comedy show. But just in terms of you know talking to him and just the stuff that you know that he's shown me the ideas that you know he said. Like there are times when he and I will just talk and we'll pick a person that we may not even know, mm-hmm. and we can tell we can say. With this person, if they did this or they had us on their team, they would have a Grammy. Like, he and I have talked about the album that Chris Brown needs to make. 
in order to really solidify his legacy. What's the album? Because I'm a Chris Brown fan, and I want to hear it. He gonna All right, be here. so we this is well documented. Right, and, and we came we, up with this shit. And we came with it. Pretty much, Chris Brown needs to do an album and bring it back full circle. The album needs to either be called Virginia or he needs to go back to his Virginia rules. Two up, two down. It needs to be pretty much executive produced heavily by either Timberland or Pharrell. Because they're all from Virginia. They're all from Virginia. Missy needs to be involved because she's from mm-hmm. Virginia. He might even want to bring Push in involved. Okay. But he I also needs to trim the Neptunes. I'll say <laughs> that. But but I, but when you Chad think of, when I say Fuck Pharrell. Fuck the Chinese nigga. But, <laughs> but it's like, okay, so even when in terms of Chad, it's like Chad was more so like he was just as genius as Pharrell, but Pharrell was always the type of person. Like, we've heard stories of Pharrell where he can make you like an idea. Like, Fabulous hated the idea of Hollaback Youngin. Pharrell sold him on that. Mm. Like, Pharrell is also mm-hmm. the type of person where he can work with any type of artist. He's not trying to push his agenda on you. He's trying to bring your agenda out to the world. And he's just a filter. He's a visionary. He's mm. a visionary. So, in terms of, like, Chris, like... Um, we were saying he need a he got to have a wedding song. He don't he don't have that, a timeless record. It, it's 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 not timeless. And then if you look at like, you know, I say I I don't I'm not saying I throw jabs at him, but I always say like when people be talking about like Chris is great, we're talking about based off of his potential. And at what point do you stop looking at somebody's potential and a raw talent versus what they done? He Chris Brown. Chris Brown does not have an album that's better than Bobby Brown's "Don't Be Cool" or in the same breath as Usher's "Confessions" or "Genuine." But he got a better greatest hits. Yes, because he shoots like but, 100, but he's dropping 130, point. 30 songs. But you got to get that nigga credit. He, anytime Bobby, he drop, he on the radio. So, I mean, if you put his greatest hits up, he just, he ain't put together an album, of course. But it's like to say he ain't got hits, you can't say he ain't got hits. He never said he didn't have hits. But to me, in terms of being that dude, he, need you that classic have, album. he needs that classic album. Like, oh, this and, is kind of off subject. When you were in Philly, didn't they do like an all Drake night? Yeah, they did all all Drake night in Philly. Drake, I has, feel like they Drake could do that has, with Chris Brown too. Yeah, they could. Drake, but Drake has that album. He has the moments. Like even before he came in, so far gone with the game changer. You know, take care. By many, is considered a classic. It's starting now that nothing was the same as getting older. It's a lot of people looking back and saying nothing was the same. Was a classic, or it may be better than so far gone. The biggest thing with Chris Brown, I'm looking at with a lot of albums is, give me. 11 or 12 solid joints. Right. Even if you go back to Usher My Way, My Way was 10 songs, and they all slapped. Yeah. You know, Confessions in 87 and 1 was a little bit longer, but it was still kind of... A good mix. It was, it, it was tucked real tight. And then even on top of that, it's mm-hmm. like, I put them in the same category because they both, like, are soul, but turn pop. Does Chris Brown have an album that's better than Justin Timberlake Justified or Future Sex Love Sounds? No. I think I think what it is. I no, think Jermaine Dupri talked about it on um, on the Breakfast Club. He's like all, all the classic albums had producers that that pretty much birthed the projects that set in for the whole time. And he said, Chris don't have that. And he said, all, all the, if you look at a lot of the great artists that came out, all of them had a quarterback. Genuine when he was great had Timberland. Usher had Jermaine Dupri and Puff. Timberland had Pharrell. I mean, Justin Timberlake, Timberlake had. Pharrell and Timbaland. Janet Jackson had Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Um, we can go is, down. Is that why Trey Songz ain't got one? Trey Songz. Yeah. Tra- when Trey Songz <laughs> had, uh, he had Troy Taylor. When oh. he was really knocking. Right. There was there was a quarterback involved. Like who has Chris really really had? He ain't really had no like mentors that really just been there. And he, like, damn. 
Well, maybe it's gonna happen. Maybe all right. Maybe that. Maybe they talking about that. Maybe that that that, that Virginia inspired album will come up with a bunch of go go shit. Is that what's hot out there? I don't think it need to be go go. I think but it I mean, just needs to be. But I mean, instead of VA sound, or is that DC? Kind of. It's more so DC. Okay. Like it, it, it's a little pocket both. that kind of go it's out both. there. But we we just we we need something that's we we need them them records that we know he can do the now. If Chris was the dad today, he would still go down one of the greatest to ever do it, regardless if he ain't had a classic album. The nigga, yeah, yeah. No, nobody, yeah, nobody, was. nobody's saying that he's not. But it's like if we talking, it's, it's about sound like, like y'all saying he need a dunk contest. Like he gotta have it. It's almost saying like he needs an MVP. No, he needs a Super championship. Bowl. He, he needs a championship. He don't have. A I championship. think he's won a championship. No, I don't. I don't think if, so. I he's, think he has. If, if he, he's got if dunk contest, but like okay, if you going to like LeBron, like that last com, coming back from three one in the fashion in which he did, that like really solidified. And saying nobody else bought a championship to that city, but he did it. But, but, y'all, but, 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 but let me say this. But for y'all to say Lauryn Hill only really had one album, and then and it was a classic. But then to say Chris Brown, all he got is greatest hits. It's almost to say like all he do is catch touchdown. So you gotta either be like, okay, you gotta have a classic album, or it's gotta be a body of work. I feel like hits so are like not, a are like an MVP. So that's like an MVP. But the nigga like, got forty of them. Michael right, Jackson, I know. Michael Jackson has hits, but when we talk about Michael Jackson, if you put one stat, you would say Thriller is the greatest selling album of all time. But that's what you, you can say. You can say. You can say that. Now, what was his next album? What was his next best album? Well, you know, he had the trilogies. Thriller. Well, first it was so Off was the, the Wall. Second one, though? What was the Thriller second one? and then Bad. So Bad is the second. Them one. three albums. Well, Thriller and Bad define the eighties. But I'm just saying, like, if we had to rank, of course, Thriller's number one. What's number two? Some people say off the wall. Well, let's say off the wall. So if he never had Thriller and he just had off the wall, off the wall would just be a classic, right? It depends on who you talk to. Some people say off the wall is better. Okay, well, let's just say if it was just a classic, would it would Michael Jackson not be as big without Thriller? No, he still had a bunch of hits and he but had Thriller one. solidified. Like I'll give you the best example. To me, the best off the wall Thriller confession. Uh, I'm just saying comparison. Mike made the best album all time. Usher had 8701 and Confessions. Some days there are days I think 8701 was better than Confession. But then I put on Confessions and I'm like, yeah, like and maybe because I have personal like nostalgic connections yeah, yeah. more to Confessions. But it's like this album is going to live forever. Mm-hmm. Like it shattered. Like you can't go back to that time period. And when you hear a piece of A-Town Down, you know what time it is. Mm-hmm. When you hear Burn, you know what time it is. Like, Usher has hits, but it's like you need that body of work. Like, even when we talk about Bobby Brown, that don't be well, that cool ain't a body album. of work. Is that just like you just need a classic album? That's what it sounds like y'all saying, because if a nigga got 40 hits, he has a body of work. If the nigga can go on stage and do two hours at a concert, it, it ain't too many niggas can do that. Some, but some it's, a, it's an album, to me, that's too talented you, you need, not to have a classic you need album. That. Like with Marvin Gaye, like that what's going on album will always be here. Stevie Wonder been on everything, but songs in the key of life. That's that one. That's that one. Interventions. Like you you need that. Yeah. So like this, like we brought it back to comedy jobs. Like if it was a comedian, funny as hell, he was killing movies, killing like all the movies. He's a stand up comedian, but he doesn't have a classic stand up comedy special. I feel like that's needed. You need a raw. You now need you talk about something totally different. Like that's How's comedic. Different? That's comedic acting as opposed to a special. Right. So or it's like you that's just like say if that's somebody like, went crazy on Def Jam. Somebody went was. Had you need a, that moment. But you but you definitely if you got if you go on Def Jam and kill it twice, three For times instance. the the legendary Def Jam. Go ahead. Oh, what I was gonna say like uh, just to piggyback on what it's he like was Chris saying. Like what Chris Tucker did. Yeah, but okay, but even like with Bernie Mac, like Bernie Mac to me, first time I saw Kings of Comedy. 
he stole the show. But even before that, Def Jam, all you know is I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. And like, you know what? That don't you know, that don't matter don't to understand. niggas. Like that's the crazy thing. Like that that's a perfect example. Uh, I mean, you can say I mean he had moments, but did he have a special? Bernie Mac. Did he have a special? Because we were just arguing, was that a special? The, on the last episode with Kool-Aid, niggas was like, no, nah, man, it was really five niggas. It was da 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 So did Bernie Mac ever have a special? Did he had, do he have a raw? Do he have a delirious? He just owned a moment. He did about 20 minutes on there. And then he had Def Jam. But he was, he was part of a legendary special. It was part of a legendary But it wasn't a special last week. You niggas be on bullshit. That's what, what, what I'm saying. What are talking about? You niggas, you niggas be on bullshit because it wasn't a special. Oh, well, I thought you was on that train with him. But he was saying it wasn't no special. So what I'm saying is, maybe it's to me. It's just not important if a nigga have that thing. Like, because Bernie Mac is still one of the greatest to ever do it. And you can't be like, oh, well, here go his he's special. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. But it's like. Because even Steve Harvey got his own special. But he, he got a classic special. But he ain't fucking with Bernie to me. But Steve Harvey got moments that kind of stand out. Like, you know. He got that shit he did at Megafest. Uh, he, he, he got Don't Trip here. He threw with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was his classic. And said, he came back and the next one was like, it was like still tripping, something like that. Nobody was checking for that. No, nah, it was it was still amazing. Like, he, he Steve Harvey got moments. But that's what I'm saying. But it, in my end, it's just me. I feel Chris has done enough to where it's like, he going to be where he going to be. Is a classic album going to take him any he higher is? than where he's supposed okay, to go? Okay, uh, put it this depending way. Depending on when, 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 when we look back, are we going to say at any point in time, was Chris Brown bigger than Beyonce? Who? Was Chris Brown ever bigger than Beyonce? He could have been, but when he hit Rihanna, uh, when he, when he, that, he fucked but that's it up. What, but even with that. He could have like, been. But he did a he lot can of stuff. act. He, he can did rap. a lot of stuff to get in his own way. After but that's that. what I'm saying. But musically, like right now, he's still one of the biggest to ever do it around, like in this era right now, and probably you know what I'm saying. Period. But it, he but, fucked up when that shit happened in the car. He would have been the biggest shit we've seen. But it's a lot of people. I feel like he could have come back from that. that was ten years ago. I don't think he could have bounced. Nah, back. it's a lot. You're of not us. hitting a girl, bro. And you're not hitting Rihanna. It ain't. It one thing. If it was a regular bitch. Because she took him back. And it took her she, to another level. That was he like he oh, did she's a lot there. of other stuff that really you know. But they'll Kinda never, made. but they'll never like. I don't hear them talking about. Th- that's just all them footnotes. He hit Rihanna. That's the thing. Niggas gonna always be like, "Oh yeah, he hit Rihanna." You beat a bitch up that we know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, unless I, he, unless he drop a thriller. Put it this way: I, I hate to continue to go down that road, but you're right. I, certain certain aspects when it comes to that, it depends on what you do. Dr. Dre's violent history wasn't as straight out of Compton because he was Dr. Dre because Man. we got the chronic. We got we got stuff after that. So when the music is there and there's other other forms of greatness to somewhat make you put that stuff behind you, mm-hmm. then people forget. But when your antics are in between two and three hit records and it seemed like you grasping for straws, putting out 80-track albums... <laughs> And stuff like that, and I can't name four tracks off the album. Yeah, then yeah, it can it can uh it can be an issue. Christina, you feel like Chris Brown needs a a, a classic album to solidify his greatness? I wouldn't say to solidify his greatness per se. Right. Um, but you did make a good point. Like he doesn't have a wedding song, or he doesn't have like staple songs that you can kind of relate to areas of your life. They're kind of like party joints or you know but he he's still a great entertainer um i feel like he's up there with the greats he but i do agree that he does need a few more um staple i got you and think about it like this in in the the era we live in now shit 
niggas ain't really listening to our album. They just want to put a dog ass yeah. playlist together. You True. can put a dog ass Chris Brown playlist together yeah. that will rival a lot of niggas shit that yeah. got classic albums. After one nigga album, maybe they got one, two albums, Chris Brown. His playlist still slapping, nigga. You play poppin', nigga. I I flip my car <laughs> on the freeway. He got, that he got the slow on. jams. He yeah. got you know the sex no, songs. But, but for he's every, got yeah. party. He got everything. But for every playlist, like there's an artist that's we will say people don't rock with albums, but then Kendrick would drop a Two Pimple Butterfly or a Good Kid, Mad City. I ain't listening to that shit all the way through. I mean, that's I'm, you. But that's a lot of niggas. You. No, you're a you're a super hip hop head ass nigga. Me? I've heard people. I'm the, I've heard I'm the majority people, of niggas who I've like. I've heard nah. people from all walks of life say that that's this generation's illmatic. I haven't heard half uh-huh. these albums he's naming. You, know what I'm you, like, are, you never heard Kendrick Lamar Good Kid, Mad City? No, I didn't really listen to Good Kid, Mad City. I listen after, to. I find a song bulls, I like or songs I like on an We're album. We're not talking about you. Them. You bought Tiger's album, no. Yeah, do my nigga Tiger like that. It was it banged too. I bought the CD. I did when they were still selling those. I was just messing with you, but no, like in terms of. That album, and I and I and I do realize that about myself. Like I am a super duper hip hop head, but what I what what really gravitates or resonates with me is when I talk to somebody who's the complete opposite of me, mm-hmm. and they say they was gravitated towards something. Like I know people that's like I, I gave up on hip hop until I heard Kendrick, or 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 until I heard uh, Good Kid, Mad City, or then they'll say To Pimple Butterfly is like the once in a generation album. Like it's like this generation's public enemy. It takes a million. Like, I listen that, to songs differently than most people. Like if the if the beat don't get me or the music don't catch me, I'm not listening to another second of this song. I don't so, care if so you're speaking some you, real. So you're not a, a Nas nice fan. I don't you? care. No, I, I, you owe me with genuine. That's like my favorite Nas. Nice, so I don't even. <laughs> so because Nas or, or one or one mic. Okay, that, so because Nas beats were hard, does that make it? Does that not make Illmatic one of the greatest or most important hip hop albums ever? I can honestly tell you, I probably never listened to Illmatic straight through. Okay. So rap I'm, I'm not a hip hop head like that though. But I'm, everything that everybody has done after that was because they walked on the foundation that these people laid. You know, like even in terms of like hip hop got better, bro. Once niggas start singing and, and the shit got melodic. Once once producers start being more of an important staple in hip hop. Hip hop is at the best it's ever mm-hmm. been right now. That's why you can gag, you Agreed. can have two chains, you can have Drake, you can have Kendrick. I won't Kendrick. say it's the best, it's the most diverse. It's the best, bro. When it's diverse I to agree. the point now where you got a bunch of different factions, where you got trap, where you got these uh where you got your stoner niggas rapping over here on some hippie shit. We got uh what's the what's the white boy that we fucking with now? G Easy. Not, not even G Easy, the nigga who made the shit with Chris Brown. That's G Easy. Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday. Oh, oh, oh did Dick Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. Yeah. When yeah. you can have that kind of shit. We in a different place in the nineties. They're like, man, get this corny ass white boy out yeah, of here. It, 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 it is certain people who they wouldn't survive in the area, mm-hmm. and I and I do think because it was that's kind of whack. You it, know? Was, it was too much. Oh, we wearing Tims, nigga, with the motherfucking Scullies, and we on these halls, and we doing this. We selling crack. We a shanky. Yeah. We all been to jail. It's the Bronx. There, there are certain there are certain things from the nineties that was good, and there was certain stuff that I do like about now. But if you're talking about like albums, whether you individually listened or not. These are albums that won. Hip hop won shit till Cash Money took over. Period. Put a nine nine two thousand. <laughs> okay, put it this way. Anything <laughs> before that? Anything of, before that? I'm straight in on. In terms of what count. we're talking about with Kendrick, Kendrick won. What's that? The Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. The, the, no the, rapper. Uh, yeah. No rapper won that ever. Like Nas had said he was gonna win. One don't hate me now, but he's the first. Shout like, out to that nigga Kendrick. You know. So that's what I'm talking about. Where it's like. These albums that like are here to stay, they concrete, they shifted culture. Like, you may say you ain't hear about them now, but you're gonna see people doing movies and documentaries 
about these albums that you know y'all kind of glossed over you know 15 years from now like it's people who didn't listen to Illmatic in 1994 but they saw Michael Eric Dyson did a whole book on it or they watched the time is Illmatic documentary who was Michael Eric Dice? I'm just playing. I don't know that nigga. He's from Detroit, ain't he? No, yeah, no, no. He's from here. He's he from, from here. here. Oh, yeah. I get him and uh, the other nigga, Neil DeGrasse. Neil DeGrasse. I get Tyson, them confused because yeah. they got them, them grown ass nigga names, old ass <laughs> niggas names. Yeah, man. Oh, you, had to, you had to grow into that. You didn't get that name until you were 16. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You can't be no young Neil DeGrasse Tyson out here. I don't want to fuck with you. Yeah, I don't want to fuck with you, dog. Just call him Neil, bro. Um, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all coming out fucking with us, dog. Like I said, I'm on my way to Arizona in about eight hours, so I got to go do laundry and get my daughter clothes and her lunch ready for Boys and Girls Club tomorrow. Um, and, what uh, y'all got coming up? Christina? Christina? Um, Music? We got anything we going to get? A performance? Oh, I got a... Uh... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I, I, thought, you was, <laughs> I thought you was about to do something. I wasn't. I'm, nope. That's all you. The floor is yours. So, Christina, all right. We know you got the Revive Me record. You did your first performance. Are you still, are you recording? Are you looking to record? Are you writing? What process are you in right now? I am in writing mode right now. Um, hopefully, I, well, I'm not going to say hopefully, I am. I'm going to do a EP of some sort. That's what's up. Uh, with a mixture of me doing everything. So, and hopefully, what comes out of that, I want to do like some type of showcase. Um, so when you say everything, what all it, what all does that include? I produce, I write, I sing, I play the piano, I play the violin, everything. Let oh, use, yeah. So. so yeah, be on the lookout for that. And brother Train, what you got going? Um, yeah, I, go I to just the got no, 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 because <laughs> I just got, I just officially booked another show. Um, That's hard. That's what's up. I'm gonna be. Making an appearance at my dude uh, A Dot's uh, show. Let me get the information. Oh, sure he just sent me that. Did he just sent yeah. you that. So I'm official. Shout out to A Dot. Nigga uh, ain't send that on, shit to me. On July 28th, I'm gonna be making an appearance there. He got a really dope concept. I can't really get into it. It's one of the ones where you just gotta come out. You y'all gonna be in for an amazing treat. It's July 28th at the uh, Hamilton Tucker Art Gallery. Shout, Shout out, out to Ray. Shout out to Ray. Ray. 16065 Hamilton Avenue, Highland Park, Michigan, 48203. So I'm going to be in that thing um, and just working on my next project. Like, that's really what it is. Dope, dope. Josh said he going to Phoenix. Uh, I'm going to Baltimore. I'm going to Baltimore on July 16th through the 22nd. So if you're in Baltimore and you listen to the podcast, rob that nigga. He got money on him. I ain't got shit. Y'all, y'all going to be disappointed <laughs> y'all rob me. Rob that nigga say, hey, man, I subscribe to the podcast, but run that. But, yeah, that's going on. And my birthday, the 23rd. So that's Shout the out following to all the July, ba- July babies. I just celebrated the birthday. Cancer and Leo. It's on, it's on a Cancer Monday. And Leo. It's a mon- yeah, it is a Monday. You're right. You're right. I am lit. <laughs> Next show on August the seventh. That's my birthday, man. Going up Tuesdays. I'm going to. I'm gonna headline that show. You gonna headline it? I'm gonna headline that show. That's what's gonna be going on. I'm gonna go up there. I'm gonna fuck around. I'm gonna do my thing. Y'all I think Kool Aid agreed to hosting it, right? When he kind of did. Here. You know so what I'm saying? He said on the podcast, you got an agreement. You got it. You got it on tape. Hey man, amen, amen, amen. So yeah, we doing that. Um, yeah, man. Y'all tell y'all about Phoenix when I get back. I talked about Minnesota in the last one. So yeah, I talk about Phoenix when I get back. Hopefully, uh, the bank ain't foreclosed on the crib by that time. If not, we'll find somewhere else to record this bitch at. Um, so, man, I want to thank y'all for coming out. Oh, y'all want to throw y'all like that? Y'all want to throw y'all social media out there real quick so they know where to follow y'all at? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Christina Elise. That's C H R I S T I N A A L E I C E. Brother Train. 
or you can follow me on Instagram at train underscore Freeman. Same thing as Twitter. Or at Cuzzle, I was looking at dishes in the back. <laughs> and of course, y'all know y'all can follow me at Kid Train Clever. Train my nigga, because he a fuck. Oh, my bad. Go ahead, Dad. Y'all can follow me at Kid Clever on, on everything. On everything. And he got a guest polo on. He trying to bring that shit back. He got the vintage guest shirt on. I'm in here with uh, a small Motown Lab King shirt on. Very I'm small shirt. This nigga Josh still got a Coca-Cola <laughs> card on him from 98. I do. I don't know what that <laughs> meant, but I still got one, my Remember nigga. Remember that Coca-Cola card we had with his kids? You get all the little discounts. I don't yeah, remember that. This nigga train that. 70. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga train was like, you remember when we was kicking the can? No, I don't remember that, nigga. Josh was trying to pull holes outside Sam Goody at Northland. This nigga train still got a Tamagotchi. Dad. He heard about it. Um, yeah, Josh man. Josh was flipping gigapets. This nigga, he going to use mine and try to flip it on me because I said Tamagotchi. But listen, man. Josh had his podcast, man. The Detroit is Different Studios in association with Clever Vision. So slept on, man. Y'all be cool, man. God bless. Good night. Peace. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, man. Let me go. I got-